Hey, what's going on, people? This is Carlos Miller tuning in once again with another Prodigal Son. All right, y'all, we're going to get right into it. Today, we're talking about training up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he shall not depart. Very popular scripture in the Bible. Um, and I got this idea behind um, Sunday when I was at church. Uh, I had took a picture of my daughter, posted it on Facebook, and I posted the scripture, train up a child in the way he should go. Um, that's Proverbs 22nd chapter, 6th verse. And, you know, light bulb just came to my head and I was like, you know what? That's going to be the next podcast right there. So here we are. Um, I really, I, I feel good. I feel very good, man. Uh, my people, saints of God and everybody that's listening. Um, I feel real good just having my daughter, man. And, you know, uh, doing my best, you know, even though she's just six months right now. But just having that mentality to do your best to raise them the right way. Uh, raise them properly. Uh, because... It's just so much immoral things going on out here. And there's so many people that's, that's just doing immoral things right now. I mean, we, we've we all done it or most of us have done it. I know I have. Uh, but I thank God for my father and just thank God for everybody around me that, you know, just tried their best and still some good in me. And I truly believe, like, even though it's people out there that may be outrageous and do crazy things, if they had someone in their life, if it was just one person in their life that taught them some kind of good, I believe that little good, they graduated toward it sometime. Um, Even if it's not most of the time, it's at some point of life, you know, they, they pull from that good that was taught from them and they tried to do something good and uh man I can just remember like I remember a time there was a situation going on with a friend that I had um and he knew I was upset with him about what he did when he knew I found out what he did and he seen the look on my face and this one, we was out, man, we was out there in the street, you know, doing our thing, you know. But he already knew and he said, look, man, I ain't got time for your preaching today. I don't want to hear it. But he knew what he did was wrong and he knew that I knew it. And that just shows me, you know what I'm saying, when I look back at stuff like that, you know, even though I was out there, you know, trying to do what I was doing. It was still that part of in me that was instilled in me to cause me sometime to at least want to do the right thing. I wasn't doing the right thing in a lot of cases, but it was that one situation or that kind of situation that kind of just, you know, put me over the edge where I felt like I had to say something. And uh, I remember even, you know, in high school and stuff, man, I would... You know, 
ain't gonna say I was a, a perfect boyfriend. I had my my times as a teenager where you talking to somebody, but you wanna you, you you talking to somebody else. You got more than one girlfriend, and you know doing all this kind of stuff. But it was like sometimes I was still like trying to be a big brother to a lot of you know females when I felt as as though they had guys that they was talking to that was no good you know what I'm saying and they would be in these little love fantasy with these guys that wanted no love fantasy with them you know what I'm saying it was just all emotions and to just you know uh, abuse them or, I mean I ain't gonna necessarily say abuse them in, you know physically but just you know that that emotional and that uh, physical abuse uh, when it comes to you know the the natural part of man and woman you know wanna connect and and uh, do those intimate things and uh and I remember one girl I forgot her name but I never forget it I was talking to her about some things because she was telling me about her boyfriend and I don't know I don't know if she telling me how love she was with him I forgot what the situation was um the guy might have been much older than her or something I, I forgot but I remember her saying like man who you think you is you think you my daddy or something and sometimes that's kind of how I I came off to you know girls, girls that I was cool with and like if I felt they was getting mistreated sometime or definitely they was talking to a guy much older man because you know people don't like to talk about it they talk about a lot of uh pedophilia and all these different things man but when you're in high school you see a lot of girls even sometime in middle school you see a lot of girls that you know when they have figures you know body figures that look much older than their age they talk to a lot of older guys and the older guys you know guys in their 20s you know sometimes even in their 30s you know talking to these young girls you know what i'm saying i know i'm getting off track but you know sometimes they be talking to a lot of these older guys and you know i'm like man i already know these older guys they ain't fight nothing you know even though you can't tell these girls that because, you know, you're a young dude and, like, you know, they talking to an older guy. You know, you ain't on their level, you know, and ain't nothing you can, you know, give them compared to these guys. But I just remember, you know what I'm saying, her saying, like, man, who you think you is, my daddy? Um, because sometimes I used to get like that. I used to get protective, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't want them to get their hearts broken. You know what I'm saying? And I had times where I would tell, you know, certain ones, certain things like, look, leave him alone. He playing you. He just want to, you know, get what he want to get out you and this and that. And eventually, you know, sometime they come back and, you know, yeah, Carlos, I should have listened to you was right. And it ain't about being right. It's just, I don't know. I was just that kind of guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, when you got. You know, women in your family, even though you're young, you got women in your family you love and you don't want to see them hurt. You know what I'm saying? Or you can see them got hurt. You know, you, you know, you don't see no other girl get hurt. 
you know, even though sometimes you end up doing it, you know, uh, which I can be honest, I did do it sometime, but you know, it's, you know, it's a contradiction, but it's just like sometimes I guess just that that was instilled in you sometimes still just comes out, you know, I don't know where, uh, you know, you just ain't too far gone, I guess, so to speak. Um, and, you know, shout out to, you know, my family, man. Shout out to, you know, my parents, my mom, my dad, my stepmom, my stepdad, you know, my grandmama, my great-grandmama. Rest in peace, God. Rest peace in their soul, my grandma and great-grandma. You know, uh, this this past month, January, was uh, the one-year anniversary of my great-grandma death, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's amazing, because I think now, I think about her and miss her more than my own grandmother, because, you know, uh, I don't know, I guess my my grandmother passed when I was, I think, 15, so between 15 and me being 27, my great-grandma, our relationship grew, um, when I was a kid, it wasn't as strong, but, you know, through the years, it got stronger. Um, matter of fact, you know, I stayed with my great grandma when I was young. My grandmother stayed with her, too. But I was a kid, but like me and my great grandma would bump heads so much. Like, it's crazy now to think about it that my grandma moved out the house. You know, like we were really divided. But as I got older, you know, we 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 came into a better relationship. But uh, I can remember my great grandmama like just being young as a kid. She'd take me to church or Sunday school, and I hated to be there. And I would get my grandma to bail me out. Like after Sunday school, I call home like grandma come get me, and she would always come get me. You know what I'm saying? I like just hated being at church, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, kind of hated being around my grandma a lot, you know what I'm saying, and she comes from a whole different generation, you know what I'm saying, like, my grandma was born in the 30s, so, you know, you're a kid, you're looking at these old folks, like, man, these old folks, boring, man, they singing all these old hymns, it's just like, you know, the preacher just, you can't understand what he's saying. He just seemed like all you can hear him saying. You can't hear him saying nothing. The only thing you can do is hear him breathe heavy, you know, inhale into the mic before he finishes say something. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny to me, man. That's funny. That's real funny. Um, but, yeah, back to it. Um, you know, my great-grandma, man, when we was younger, she would... Um, you know, I think she'll, she'll read the Bible to us a little bit. And, like, before it's time to go to sleep, she'll um, have us say our prayers with her and stuff. So, I mean, I thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? She she would do that. And she'll sing, you know, sing some gospel songs. You know, old them old songs. He got the whole world in his hand. Things like that. I, I, I truly miss her singing those songs now. Um, and... You know, even on my dad's side, you know, I, I grew up in church a little bit, too, because uh, we had a a family church that we went to. It was kind of like, you know, section off with different families and 
we all went there and when I was a kid, you know, I sung in the choir. And, you know, it was a little church oriented, you know what I'm saying? So um, on my dad's side, it was, well, it was on my dad's side, it was much more church oriented because you know, on my great grandma's side, it was just more like I went to church with her. Um, I had an auntie she used to go to church, but I only went with her just a few times. But on my dad's side, it was more like a family thing, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was just way more family oriented, just even with events and stuff like that, you know. Um, and they used to do like Bible studies, like they would switch up from house to house, you know, this week is at this family member house, this week is at this family member house. So, you know, they were more, you know, uh, not just church oriented, I'd say, you know, uh, I guess you can say more spiritual, uh, you know, more into Bible studies and stuff like that um, as well. My family, you know, that's how they got down on my dad's side. So, you know, I was, you know, I had my, my foundations in church, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't say that. I understood everything as a kid, but, you know, I was around, you know, so I, I knew certain things. Um, But I can just remember just in life, just certain things, man, just my mentality. And once my father got saved and, you know, actually, you know, not just got in church, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, start applying the Bible and his life changed, you know. Man, just praise God just for that change that came in his life to, to stop drinking and, you know, stop partying and just doing the things he was doing and, you know, begin to really instill, you know, uh, biblical values in me and instill the gospel in me. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I can truly say, like being a kid, my daddy gave me the gospel, like uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. You know, the the actual gospels of the Bible, those were my foundations. And, you know, mo a lot of times I gravitate toward the gospels and definitely Matthew, because I feel like growing up, you know, in the book of Matthew, was, that was the book that was, that we was in the most um, from what I can remember. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I remember everything. Sometimes I used to be, you know, like, man, I wish this man would be quiet. Like, please shut up. You know what I'm saying? He'll talk to me uh, until I fall asleep. You know, but man, praise God for him for that. But yeah, um, all that came to me behind, you know, just looking at my daughter, you know, Sunday. And, you know, I say, you know, us as a people, uh, and this is even for those that maybe listen that's not a Christian, you know, right now, uh, you know, uh, I, I encourage you to, you know, uh, believe on Jesus Christ and know that he um, came into this earth. You know, God sent his son, you know, the Bible said John 3, 6, 316 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believe in him, who is him, Jesus the son of God uh, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, and I, I encourage you to truly believe that and begin to apply the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of the Bible and, you know, just become a believer and serve him and ask him for his spirit. And, 
begin to apply biblical teachings to your children because it will make a difference in their lives, man. You know, there's some people out here that's been through so much turmoil and not having parents or good parents and different things like that. Um, you know, they wish they would have been in some of the um, situations we was in. You know, you may one in the perfect situation uh, because, you know, everybody that's, you know, saying Christian, they might not got it all together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or whatever, but still, just going by those biblical teachings, man, I believe it'll help us all in the long run, you know, no matter how far we get out there, because I got out there, I went astray, um, and it was still always something in me to a certain degree, it was just like certain things I couldn't do, like, I remember, I remember a guy and I wasn't even friends with this guy because we, we used to be somewhat like enemies. But it was more like he hung out with the guys that were against me. Me and him never had. I ain't going to say me and him. I don't remember me and him having none really against one another. But he did roll with the guys or the guy that had some against me. You know, he was going to be on his side. But I guess that this was at the time he had, you know, been locked up for a little while and come out. I think his the little group group he hung out with was locked up still or something like that. And he didn't really have nobody. You know, I picked up on that, even though he ain't told me that I picked up on that. But I remember like, you know what I'm saying? I wanted some money. And, you know, he wanted he wanted me to um because he was a known guy to go rob people and, you know, breaking houses and stuff, you know. Uh, but he wanted me to. But I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. And I had experienced uh, being robbed. I had experienced, you know, someone kicking down your door and, you know, coming in and invading your home. So it was like. I wanted the money, but then when I thought about what I went through, I didn't want to do it, you know. Um, so it was like my heart was just tender on that. But I remember it was just like certain things that I wouldn't do. Um, and I can say I'm thankful that even though I did do some things that I wish I wouldn't have did, there's still certain things I'm thankful that I didn't do. Um, and I believe that was because of what was still instilled in me. You know what I'm saying? I made one doing everything right. But certain things kept me from going so far in certain areas. And also, some people may not like this and may not agree with this or don't want to hear this. But I, I began to realize something last year. One reason why I wasn't like a lot of the other guys around me. And that was because that I I had my father. And also, I wasn't pushed like this bitter narrative, you know what I'm saying, against my father. Like, I noticed once the older I got, you know, I realized like my friends, like 
they didn't have their dads or they had their dads, but their dads was no good or just, you know, just trying to push them in a bad life or the wrong path, you know, just trying to push them down that life of, you know, being a gangster, being a thug. And my dad never pushed me to that. Even when my dad was out there, you know, before he gave his life to Christ. I mean, I remember my dad drinking, you know what I'm saying? We were riding in the car. I can remember, you know, being in his candy, uh, like, uh, candy painted. I think it was like candy paint. I know it was like sparkling. It's like had that glitter on. It was like a glitter blue. He had a Toyota Camry. I used to love that car. But I can remember, you know, rocking, you know, we'd be listening to the Rough Riders in the car, Eve and DMX and all that. But my dad never, you know, just instilled that kind of life in me. You know what I'm saying? He, he was just about being a father, you know. And I just noticed that a lot of these guys, man, they they had issues. They had problems. They had anger problems. They had stuff out to prove because they didn't have approval. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have that validation and all that. And I began to realize that as I got older, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, these guys are, you know, really going through something when it comes to identity, when it comes to their father. And I mean, I had my own issues with my father, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't have the same issues that they had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had a father that loved me, that looked out for me, that took care of me, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a father that abandoned me. And I realized now, like, you know, that was the reason why some of these guys were so brutal. That's why they were so vicious. That's why they were so, uh, I guess you can, if you want to say mean, uh, you know, cold hearted and all these things. I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? I can remember a point where when I was out there, uh, certain things I did in uh, making me more, I guess you can say cold hearted, uh, tougher. Uh, at one point, I wasn't too much scared of things. Like I had got a little pride in me for a moment. Um, but I didn't have those issues that those guys had. And, you know, I believe that's also what is what kept me out of certain things. You know, not saying I handled everything the right way because I did it. I had my peer pressure. I had the stuff that I still caved into. But it was certain things still that I didn't. And I truly believe to, uh, to this day now that it was because of, you know, my background. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I came down, come from a background that was full of hate or love. I mean, hate and malice. You know what I'm saying? Like, families have problems. They have issues. They, have, they, they can not talk to one another for a minute or something like that, but I, I didn't have those issues that they had, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't a guy that, uh, a kid that I can truly say I struggled. I, I, uh, if I did struggle, I didn't, uh, I didn't know I was struggling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I lived in the hood and we didn't always have everything, but I can't say that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I went without you know what I'm saying? I always had clothes on my back. I always had, um, you know, food. You know what I'm saying? My my folks, you know, they did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't rich, but, you know, my dad did what he had to do. Was a working, honest, a hard working, honest man. 
and my mother's side, my grandmother, my mother, aunties, and stuff like that, they were hustlers. And what I mean by hustlers, you know, they just did whatever they had to do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't going to say they just did everything. I'm just saying that they were hustlers when it came to, you know, feeding their kids and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They weren't finna, you know, let us go with that. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I had a mother that was, you know, strung out on drugs or so crazy running behind me and that, you know what I'm saying? Her kids went without food and you know, I don't have none of those kind of stories. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I grew up around the streets. I grew up around, you know, an atmosphere of I've, uh, around gangsters and thugs. And I, I didn't been around that. I didn't been around it in, in that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can't say that I had some of the, the experience that a lot of these guys had. You know, I just had a family that just did what they had to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I had an auntie, man, and I still got that same auntie today. Like, she lives for the children, you know what I'm saying, in the family. She lives to pretty much take, I mean, I'm a grown man, and she still works, and she called me, asked me what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's always been like that. She's never really worked for herself. You know what I'm saying? She's always worked for not just her child or her grandchildren, but all her nieces and nephews. You know what I'm saying? Cousins or whatever. That That's just always been her motivation. So, you know, I thank God for that. And, um, you know, uh, I, I can't say, as I said, I can't say I had what um, some of these other people, the other guys that I was around had. Um, but... We're going to take a break, y'all. I hope y'all are liking this. Um, we'll be back in a little while. Um, I just hope that this is helping you all. Uh, I just hope y'all enjoying the uh, content, you know, and if you're enjoying the content, uh, share it with somebody. Um, and like I say, you can comment, you know, share your, uh, what you feel about this page or this podcast and, you know. It's all good. It's all great. But we'll be back. All right, people, we're back. Prodigal son. Uh, get back into it. Uh, like I was speaking on about not just having or not growing up the way some other people grew up, but not having to deal with certain things that other people dealt with. Um, as I said before, I mean, I think, I thank God for it, you know, and it's not to say who's better or belittle or any of those things, you know? All right, people. Yeah, I just, I just didn't have it, you know, and I can see it now. Like, I, I, I didn't have what, other people had going on so I realize now like some the reason why some people are the way they are is you know because of how they was raised or or what life has brought them and you know I just wasn't one of those guys that had a lot of anger in me or anything because for the most part man I had love in my family man I can't say I really felt hatred 
you know, out of my family. Now, growing up, so I say me and my great grandma, we had our differences and I feel like it was hatred. But, you know, as I got older, definitely when I became a teenager and then I became a man, you know, I realized, man, it wasn't hate. You know, uh, my grandmama was just the way she was. I mean, she comes from a different time than me. Uh, she was born in the 30s, man. And I don't know what all she had to encounter. You know what I'm saying? In the 30s, I know racism was still prevalent. You know, my great grandma got married at 14. Um, so much stuff that goes into that, man. And I think that's how, that's why sometimes we have to give people a pass or begin to learn people's minds because you don't really know what makes a person mind the way it is. Uh, I'm not saying that any of us is, are perfect or that, um, being imperfect is, uh, sometimes acceptable or uh, sometimes we should do our best to um, perfect our demeanor, our lifestyle, our attitude, you know, how we present ourselves to people. It can be challenged because we are human. But uh, that's why I believe we have to yield to God's spirit, you know, to help us in those times, because that's the only thing that's going to uh, get us through. So, yeah, I mean, you know, as you get older, you just learn more. You, be, you just become more wiser. Um, just as Paul said, uh, he said, when I was a child, I thought as a child. But when I came a man, he said, I put away childish things. So, you know, when you get older and you become an adult, you begin to learn people. You know, uh, you begin to learn personalities and you become more sociable. Uh, and you, you, you get a different ideology on the situations at hand when it comes to people. And... You know, I think that's a good thing, man. Like, that's a good trait that I got from my dad, just watching him. Like, my dad's not someone that responds to anything very fast. And I'm not a person, in a lot of cases, I don't respond to things very fast. Um, now, I can't say um, the, the, the right amount of uh, or the right measure. That I have with my daddy in that area, but I do see that I, I do have that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't quick, I, I'm not quick to speak on things, you know, at least not publicly, maybe with my wife, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just try to, like the Bible say, be fast to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. And I think that's something we all have to learn to do. And I've learned that through my dad, you know what I'm saying? Because he's literally not fast to speak on a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And that's something we all have to learn. Because, I mean, for one, it's a biblical thing. It's scriptures tell us to do that. Um, and in a lot of cases, it get us out of a lot of trouble. And it also causes us not to judge him out of before it's time. So, And I try to do that now, not to judge him out of before it's time. You know, give everything time. And, you know, I've even just learned in current situations, uh, you know, of not really just speaking on things and weighing things out that you begin to realize things. And also, uh, I've learned a lot throughout the years just by being quiet a lot. Like, uh, I, I remember being in church one time, right? And if you come from the background like I come from, like, churches that you know um how to put it say amen a lot like um 
you know, every time uh, the preacher preaching, you say amen the whole time. You, you're just waiting to say amen. And I, I got to a point where I was just always amen and amen. And then, you know, I started realizing like, man, you need to shut up and listen to what the man is saying. You know what I'm saying? To get an understanding or to understand some things, you know. So that's a way of learning. You know, not saying you can't amen things, but, you know, I just learned with my own life. Like, okay, Carlos, you need to slow it down and listen, like truly listen to what the person is saying and soak it in and think about it. And, you know, just, you know, go in the scriptures with them and just read and think and meditate on that thing, you know, because I, I began to feel like that was like a distraction for me. Uh, it was just keeping me from um, learning like I needed to learn or learning uh, whatever's being taught, you know, um, why the preacher is preaching, you know, because sometimes definitely in holiness churches, man, they, they, they so used to the hype. They they used to the hype and the emotions and they're always trying to keep keep people and get people in that that hype and emotional realm all the time and um and some and sometimes and in a lot of cases man we we don't fully need that you know what I'm saying we need to sit down we need to be quiet and listen listen I mean just think about Jesus I mean Jesus went around teaching you know people. St- stood around him and listened while he spoke, you know what I'm saying? Or people sat down while he spoke and, and you, all those different things. So I think we need to learn, you know, how to just calm down, sit there, sit down and listen, man. Like, you know, you can't learn if you're not listening. Uh, you know what I mean? Just like in school, man, you, you can't, <laughs> while the teacher teaching, you constantly like, that's right, that's right, correct, correct, correct. While, while the teacher teaching, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you ain't gonna be able to learn that, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I truly believe that. And I believe, you know, I get some of those attributes of just listening, you know, from my dad. So man, I thank God for that, you know, training. And there's a lot, you know, we can all go into and I can go into. Um, this probably be more than, you know, one segment or one, it's going to be maybe, uh, more than one time thing talking about this right here. Um, I thank God, you know, for you all for listening. Um, and a quick shout out, man, to my father, to my mother, um, to my grandparent and my great grandparents, um, even my, my, my grandparents, man, I have a lot of grandparents that are passed. Um, and I consider them all my grandparents, my biological grandmother on my mother's side, my great grandmother, my, um, that's my biological mother, grandmother, uh, my grandmother's, um, that my deceased grandmother, husband, He's been deceased for a long time now. He wasn't my biological grandfather, but to me, he was my granddaddy. Uh, my actual biological grandfather, my mom's father, uh, died when I was maybe, I don't know, nine, ten, eight. So, I mean, I don't have that much memory of him, but I have a little memory. I, I love him, uh, miss him. 
uh, and also uh, my my stepmom. Mom, she's been in my life almost as long as I've been living, and she she's awesome. Um, my 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 grandmother, my dad's mother. Um, she's always been a good grandmother, loving mother. She she stays on her feet. <laughs> she stays on her feet though. I mean, she's seventy some years old, but she keeps it moving, man. She's a moving woman, you know. Um, and my stepdad parents, I always looked at them as grandparents. You know, what I'm saying they always, you know, accepted me in their home. I've lived with them, with my mother and stepfather, and without my mother and stepfather. You know, they've never gave me any problems or made me feel like you know I'm just a stepchild or their son's wife son or none of that so man I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for every little bit um you know shout out to my aunties my uncles you know my, my cousins everybody you know and I, I can say a lot more man shout out to and I continue to get to you all as these shows continue to go out but until next time, God bless you. And I'm here to let you know, no matter how far you done went out there, how far you done went astray from God, know that because of his son, Jesus Christ, we can come back to him. The Bible say that God was in Christ, reconciling himself back to the world. What does that mean that God was in Christ? You know, Jesus said, I do nothing of myself, but what I see the father do. You know, uh, he was he came and did the father's will. And that brought us back to God. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful for that. But until next time, peace be unto you. Jesus is still alive and he is the way, the truth and the life. God bless.